The Secrets of Technology is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. You're listening to The Secrets of Technology. I'm Dom Bettinelli, and you're listening to The Secrets of Technology, where we discuss the technology news that's important to you from a uniquely Catholic point of view. And joining me today on the panel are Joanne Mercier. Hi, Joanne. Hi, Dom. Hi, Father Corey. Hi, everybody. Hi, Father Corey. Uh, welcome. Howdy to both of you. Father Corey Sneak, I should have given his, his entire name there. Uh, I want to start off by saying welcome to all the folks who are listening to The Secrets of T- Technology for the first time or this is one of the first episodes you've listened to. Uh, I've recently heard from some listeners who said, oh, yeah, I, I started listening to Jimmy Akin's Mysterious World or American Catholic History, and I've been checking out some of your other podcasts, and I, I started listening to Secrets of Technology, and, and oh, we, you know, really enjoy it. I'm really happy that you're doing it. And that makes me really grateful. I'm really gratified because that's kind of what having a network is about. We have all of these shows with a lot of uh, the same people, some different people in the different shows. But we're connected. We're a family of shows, and the way we make them is that we we make them in such a way as we hope that if you listen to one, you might like another. And we've got a variety of things, and try them out, see what you like, and then recommend it to your friends. That we we are really grateful for that. So today is going to be a a, a bit of a, a fun episode. I've been looking forward to for a while uh, because jo- uh, first up. Joanne has been doing a lot of work for us. <laughs> she has been <laughs> preparing to cut the cord, and we have a we have a, a surprise ending to this story of the cutting the cord story. But like a lot of people, you know, uh, she's. Uh, well, I'll let her describe for herself, but I'll describe what a lot of people are doing. A lot of people these days are no longer listening to cable, listen uh, or watching cable TV. They're mm-hmm. they're cutting that out, and they're going with other options, streaming options, over the air options. Um, you know, they're doing the same thing with their telephone. They're not. They don't have a house phone. They rely on their cell phone, or they do uh, other phone services. And it's called, in general, cutting the cord. Now, of course, mm-hmm. you can't completely cut the cord from the cable company or whoever you're getting your internet from because all of these things rely on the internet. But uh, yep. the, this is it, the, basically that's that's what we're doing. So, Joanne. What prompted you to kind of look into, and Father Corey, you've been doing some of this too, right? I just want to make sure. Oh, I, yes. Very yeah. much so. Very right. much so. So let's start with Joanne, and then I'll ask you, Father Corey. Joanne, what prompted you to start being interested in cutting the cord? Well, a couple of years ago, we kept looking at our lovely cable bill going, we need to get this lower, because <laughs> it was just, it was close to $200. And there's only two of us in the house, and I'm sure wow. the dog doesn't watch TV. Right. So <laughs> we figured, okay, let's start looking into alternatives. How do we how do we deal with this? And I'm the researcher of the family, according to my husband. So he goes, go ahead, do your thing. So I went out and started looking at ways we could cut the cord. And that's how I came up with TiVo boxes. That's the first step. Two years ago, we made the change from cable boxes to TiVo boxes. And they're the same as cable boxes, only you don't have to pay for them every month. You pay for them up front. They do have their own subscription service. But still, when you factor it in, and my husband's the accountant, so he does all the cost analysis, um, it was turning out to be a lot better. So we cut our cable bill in half. So that was fine. But of course, as usual, you have to sign up for another two years to get a decent price. So 
September was cut. October was coming up in September. I started the search again to see what we could do this time. And I said, you know what, if we go to internet only and get a couple of streaming services, I think we can keep the same price because they wanted to up us $30 a month. What so a shock. like, yeah, yeah, you're shocked. No, don't be. <laughs> I know, right? right. That was sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> and and I have to be honest, I have I've I've had Verizon Fios and Fios versus cable, Fios is way better. You know, it's much more reliable and you know, it doesn't like our cable company around here, if you sneeze, the cable goes out. So, and you also have to share it with your neighborhood. Not that you don't with Fios, but somehow the fiber works a lot better. So uh, fiber is still the way to go. But it was just getting to the point where I try to talk to them and say, look, you know, we want to stay with you. Well, you've been a customer, a loyal customer for 18 years. Yes. So I would like to stay with you. But you have to get to the point where you're going to actually threaten to leave and give them a date before they will give you the best price ever. And I'm an honest person. I'd rather say, give me your best price now. I'm the same way with cars. You know, give me your best price now. Don't wait till I'm turning and leaving. Right. So that's what prompted, you know, every two, every second October, we go through this. Father Corey, what what about you? What Have you cut the cord at this point? I have. I have. And actually, I did a couple of years ago, um, you know, for parishes in, in my diocese, it's generally expected that the parish will pay for your cable or, you know, direct TV dish network uh, subscription. And like Joanne, I'd keep looking at the bill and the bill would go up. And like when I, when I first signed up, when I first got here, I signed up with uh, DirecTV because that's what the dish was on the on the roof already. And I was I want to say I was paying like 50 or 60 a month on it. You know, their introductory rates, et cetera, et cetera. Well, by the time I was done, it was over $100. And I kind of looked at it and goes, you know, I don't really use this. Yes, I'll watch the new Doctor Who season when it comes out. I'll watch this. I, you know, I'll watch live sports once in a while. Other than that, do I really need 500, you know, what was the Bruce scene song, 500 channels and nothing on? Right. Do I really need that? No, I don't. So I just got rid of it, and I've been doing other options because I don't watch live TV. And actually, you know, last time I was on, I had as my pick the ability to do live TV through Plex from the antenna. And that actually services me better than the direct TV and all these other ones, because a lot of what I want to watch is going to be, you know, like NFL football. Most of it's on antenna anyways, right. right? Stuff like that. So when you're looking to cut the cord, let's, let's first talk about the hardware uh, that you need to cut the cord. So, you know, I've given up my cable box, um, mm-hmm. I'm keep I'm keeping my internet service, but uh, what what kind of what would I need to to buy uh, if I want to go if I want to m- make sure that I have my local channels, but uh, but also um, you know I'm going to do some streaming to get other stuff. We can talk about that in a second. But what hardware would I need to buy to cut the cord? Well, if you're an Apple person, you know the Apple TV is I would recommend that right off. But if you're not Roku. Is the Roku mm-hmm. box is a wonderful thing. I have I have a Roku stick on one TV upstairs, and I have two other um, Apple TVs. So you get a box like that. But if you already have TiVo, like I do, it already comes with the the big right. ones: Netflix, Hulu. You know, it'll come with those. 
It doesn't right. come with YouTube TV yet, and we'll talk more about that later, but it should because that, yeah. that's an up-and-comer. Um, yep. But you need something like that to hook up to your, to your TV. And, of course, you need your internet because you can't, if you cut the mm -hmm. cord, which all, the only thing you're cutting is cable. You're yeah, not right. cutting your, your internet provider. But it's funny because they'll give you, le you'll pay less money if you have cable, internet, and phone than if you want just internet mm -hmm. because they know. They know right. what you're. They know what you're about to do, and all of a sudden they jack it up. Right. So, but that's the kind of you know I love the Apple TVs that I have would do the job. And the funny thing, the good thing about Apple TV is if you change the settings on one, the other one changes immediately. As long as they're you know the fourth generation and and the 4K versions, they'll right. change each other. So if I I rearranged everything in a um in a folder that says cord cutting. And I put all the apps there that we would need because my husband needs everything, you know, real simple. Right. And it changed it upstairs as well in the bedroom. Interesting. So that's what you would need. And of course, Fire Stick also works. And I don't know what you have, Father Corey. What are you using? So and actually, I would I would point out, too, is if you're considering upgrading your TV or have upgraded your TV within, say, the last year or two, you may not even need the box. That's true. Because if you've got a smart TV, like I've got a smart TV downstairs. Mine's a little bit cheaper one. It doesn't have the built-in tuner. But for example, you can get the Roku TVs mm -hmm. where it's the Roku box built in with the TV. It has the antenna tuner. So you just plug the antenna cable right into the back of the TV and you've got your local channels. Um, you do need an antenna, by the way. You know, that's one thing to point out. You do need to get a good antenna, preferably one that's got powered. Um, right. If you live like where I do, where it's a little more rural. Um, and you most likely would want to put it on your roof or on the side of your house facing wherever your antenna, your uh, transmitters are for your local channels. There are sites out there that you can find that will tell you exactly where your transmitters are for your local channels mm. so you know which way to point your antenna if you have a directional like I do. Right. If you live in an urban or built-up area, you may not need uh, as powerful of an antenna, I gather, uh, there are, like some you can even the things you could put in a window of your instead of climbing on your roof. Yeah, there's 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 some of those that are like basically they look like a you know thick sheet of paper right. that you just put on a wall. But for where where I'm at, I do need the the powered because it is a couple of miles outside of town. But I, once I got it tuned in the right direction, I get great signal like almost all the time. Yeah. Now I didn't mention antenna purposely because I have tried those thin leaf antennas mm -hmm. and and while they work okay i was getting no more than 15 or 17 channels even with a power booster mm -hmm. so when i was looking for um streaming services i again youtube tv has the the channels the local, the local channels, channels that we have and others so, others do as well so yeah, yeah. so yeah. Uh, we were going to go with we were going to go without the antenna interesting okay you know now, so, and, and the reason why I mentioned yeah. antenna is because it's free. Once you have the antenna tuned yeah. in, it's absolutely completely free. It's just like the old days. You, you don't have to worry <laughs> about rabbit ears again once you get it tuned in. Uh -huh. Right. Yeah. But you got to be careful because they're moving channels all over the place right now. So yeah. you have to watch for the little bar under your, t under your uh, picture that says, you need to rescan when this happens because they've been doing it here mm -hmm. in the Northeast like for the last two months. Yep. I've rescanned four times on a small TV. Ah, uh, yeah. The uh, 
<laughs> if you're under a certain age, there was a time when TV was free. Yeah. <laughs> you just paid for it Completely. with ads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's uh, funny to think about. Uh, so uh, I, my next question was going to be, you know, if, if I cu- cut the cord, will I lose my internet or phone service? But as you said, Joanne, you need to have the internet uh, for the streaming services. But Correct. if you if you're just doing over the air, if you just get an antenna and all you want are your local channels, I mean, you don't even need. I mean, everyone wants internet, but you don't even necessarily need it to do TV. And if you want to be technical, there are ways you can cut the cord completely and still have internet because you could do something like a MiFi. Like Verizon mm, or AT and T right. or T Mobile, the hotspot, yeah, yeah. Where it, it's it's internet, it's full internet for your house, and you can plug in, you know, Ethernet to some of them and things like that. But it's all over, comes to your house via via the cell four uh, G and soon to be five G. I think with five G, that's going to be more practical. Perhaps, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm waiting to see what T Mobile does with this because they're starting to talk about a system. And a service that they're going to have coming down the road. So I'm just waiting patiently to see if that may be an option later on down the road because they, I, it has something to do with 5G and I'm not okay. quite sure. So we'll so, see what that does. So, Joanne, you said you were paying about 200 bucks before uh, a month mm-hmm. uh, for your service, and that's probably includes some premium stuff or whatever. How much, how much can, oh, yours was just, it was just a straight up basic? No, um, yeah, no, well, it wasn't, it was, we had what was called an extreme um, package, but that's not the ultra package. They have like four different packages. Okay. So this would, I would say was a middle of the road package, no HBO, no Showtime, no, it was, and that's why it was so high. We need what we wanted to do something about it. So how much. How much can can someone save by going to cord cutting? Like, how much would you would you save co- cutting the cord, going with your streaming service, sticking with your internet with with uh, your FiOS? Uh, you know, how much were you going to save by doing that? We the origin before the TiVo boxes, it was two hundred. After the TiVo boxes, it was a hundred and twenty five a month. We were trying to get somewhere between a hundred and a hundred and twenty five trying okay. to stay within that within that price range because they were trying to jack us up to 140 145 because one of the issues is uh that you know yeah you're cutting the cable but then you're going to probably have to buy streaming services you, Netflix and Am, you know Amazon Prime mm-hmm. if you if you don't already have it because you're buying stuff from Amazon or Hulu or Disney Plus or Apple TV if you don't already have a new Apple device yeah. all these things right. end up costing money and the question is whether or not you already have those. Of course, you know Netflix. You might already have on top mm-hmm. of your cable bill. Amazon right. Prime. Well, I get. I I got Amazon Prime long before they added you know streaming video to it. Right. Things like that. But um, you know, if there are cable channels you want to watch on a regular basis, yeah, it's gonna cost you a little bit more. But here's the nice thing: is there are enough of these providers, and we can talk about that here in a minute. Which providers yep. are available? That they're in competition right now. Hmm. So. If this provider has the channels you want, they might have a price that you might like a lot better than this provider that might have more channels available, but maybe is missing one or two or has a higher price. So there's enough competition mm-hmm. right now where you can pick and choose. And like you said, Joanne, there are some providers that they're really good about having the local channels, other providers, not so much, you know? So, I mean, it you really have the options available. Well, I got really um, alpha personality on all this and created a spreadsheet comparison chart 
on Excel. <laughs> Seriously, because your TV, everybody's TV habits differ. So I took the extreme list of channels that we were watching on Fios and I made sure with my husband, okay, do you really watch this channel? Or do you just go past it and stop on it every once in a while? So we picked out all the channels that we really, really wanted to keep and really watched. Then we started looking at the different companies and lining it up. Okay, this one has more. This one doesn't have enough. This means we're going to have to buy something else. So if we buy something else, how much is that going to cost? So I did. It was like a, a huge sheet. And finally, we came, we came to a conclusion. We picked a couple of things that would work for us. We still were right. going to lose some channels, but we were either going to pick them up as streaming services of their own. For example, Boston Catholic Television streams its own. Right. So mm -hmm. you can't find that off cable other than on its website. Same thing with BYU TV because I watch relative race, another story. So, um, but so that's the kind of thing. And you have to be ready to make compromises. Do you know, do I really need this channel? Is this something I'm actually watching? Cause right. a lot of these channels that are on cable, okay. will let you take their app on the go somewhere if you're not home, but if mm -hmm. you don't have cable, right. They're not going to let you stream anything on its own. Right. right? So you have to that be sure of what you're doing. But Netflix and and I already had Netflix. I had Amazon Prime, so that was already that wasn't even a consideration. So for me, the big one is is sports. And not even all sports. I I want to be able to watch the Patriots. I'm sorry, everyone else who hates the Patriots. I mean, let's get over it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah. I want to be able to watch the Patriots. I want to be able to watch an occasional Red Sox game. I want to watch an occasional NASCAR race. You know, I, I, I want I want to have that option. And that's where I end up. Or uh, the other thing is, is, is cable news. When, you know, something big happens somewhere in the world or there's an election, I want to be able to watch that. I, although I think I can watch CNN streaming and Fox News streaming from their sites without being a cable subscriber. Mm -hmm. Is that right? I think that's uh, true. some of that. Yeah, some of it. But not. Okay. But it, but you're lucky. But at least here in New England, um, YouTube TV does carry Nesson. Oh, that's. That might that might be the one that that uh, seals it for me. Nesson is New England Sports Network, Sports which Network. carries the Bruins, Boston Bruins, and the Boston Red right. Sox. And the Boston Red Sox. Yeah. So uh, so that would be that would be a, a, a one that would help. Uh, like so for me, for example, the other night, uh, the 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 Patriots were on NBC uh, Sunday night NBC Sports. You know the, the yep. that's the NBC Sunday Night Football, uh, which meant that um, I watched it. Because my wife and I were recording our podcast, I was watching it while waiting for her uh, on my uh, my iPad and uh, through the NBC Sports app. But I mm -hmm. suppose I could have, if I had YouTube TV or one of these other services, I could have watched it the local NBC affiliate through that. So, right, uh, trying to think, like was it ESPN is is Monday Night Football Thursday is yep. is actually streams yep. on Amazon. Which I I watched okay, the game yeah. that way. Yeah, which was Fox. Yep, uh, and Fox then, and NFL Network. Yep, yep, and then uh, you know, and then the regular day games on CBS or Fox. So that that would I have, and I have a uh, CBS All Access for the for Star Trek. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you know, I'm, it's looking more and more like so to to be to to make it personal because this is a real selfish thing I'm doing here with this episode is I just got my letter <laughs> from Verizon FiOS saying hey you know your plan's coming up. <laughs> And so I'm still, I've been thinking about this for, uh, like you, Joanne, I've been thinking about this for years, and I think mm -hmm. this may be the year I do it. So it's interesting. 
Well, it's and you know, let's go to let's go to the the next item on our, our itinerary here is what are the downsides? And the downsides is you got to be a little more creative to find your programming, right? You know, because again, you know, you okay, so I can't watch you know baseball over the air because it's on a cable channel, but hey, I've got MLB.tv. And I can watch it there. Right. Football, like you mentioned, you, yeah, you can watch, you know, Thursday night on Amazon. Uh, Sunday is over the air. Monday is ESPN. So then you have to have a subscriber or the NFL app or, you know, et cetera, right. et cetera, et cetera. You know, so, the, you know, and, and, you know, you have to look at these different services, you know, because there are a number of services available and each service has its strengths each service has its weakness so this service might have the weather channel but might not have the nfl network this one might have the nfl network but might not have the weather channel right you know and there is if you're really a sports fan there is a service called fubo tv f-u-b-o and they carry a lot of sports they're also into soccer and all kinds of other. I think it's more international company. Right. So I found that they actually carry New England cable news for us mm. in New England. Interesting. They also are the only ones that carry the weather channel. Nobody mm. else carries the weather channel live but cable and Fubo right now. That's the well, There are, I, I want to see, uh, it used to be DirecTV now. It's now AT&T TV now. Yeah, that that didn't even figure in my calculations this time around because it became AT and T, and I've had bad experience with AT and T. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. But I mean, it's just there. You know, Sling TV is Dish Network. Mm -hmm. Okay, and AT and T TV is Direct TV slash AT and T. Now they've gotten rid of the Direct TV name, basically. Um, You know, so you got those things. There is Pluto TV, which doesn't have Weather Channel, but they have what's called Weather Nation which ironically was created by DirecTV when they were upset with uh, uh, Weather Channel. Upset with the Weather Channel. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But this Pluto TV, they don't have a lot of your, your typical networks, but what they'll have is they'll have different channels of, like, Murder Mystery Channel or Cartoon Channel or, you know, and, and they're, they're, you know, shows, and some of them are first-run shows, like Fox Sports is on there. The Fox Sports Channel is on there. Um, it's all free. I mean, Pluto TV is absolutely totally free. You don't even have to subscribe to it. You the know? only thing, the only thing I found with Pluto, at least for me, was the commercials were coming up every seven minutes, and yeah, that, see, that drove me crazy. It right. depends again, you know, but it's a it's a free service right. too. So I mean, you can get things there where if you just want to be able to watch TV, mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter. You know, again, any particular network, but there's particular shows you like. Well, you can find them there. Like they had a at one point, Pluto TV had a Doctor Who channel. Oh wow. 24-hour Doctor Who. Right. I don't know if they still do or not, but they did for one point. You know, so there's, again, so this is, ad, there's different supported. services, have yeah. different advantages, and have different costs. Mm-hmm. Hulu TV is not is only about $40 a month more than a normal Hulu subscription. Four, $4 a month. No, no. 40 No, four, Hulu, who, four zero, Hulu four zero, plus 40. live TV oh. is $45 a month. Okay. And just regular Hulu is like, is, is like $5, five, $5 a month? Five dollars, yeah. six bucks a month. Okay. And in Hulu TV, they'll have local channels. Like all my local channels are available in lo- in Hulu TV. Oh, things okay. like that. But it's it's got a smaller package, but it does have things like ESPN, as I recall. So what you got to do is you got to go mm-hmm. and you got to look at each service and yep. the packages they offer because it's not just one package. They do just like they've learned from the cable companies. They bundle and look yep. at what they offer and do, which one has 
the most of everything. You can find one that has everything that you want. Buy it. Good but, luck. It doesn't yeah, exist. Right. Well, you know, no. unless you have very, very limited uh, uh, desires. Yeah. Well, and, and the, the fact is you're back to where you were before you cut the cord of $200 a month in right. TV bill. That's whether that's it is the big one thing. cable yeah. service or multiple cable services. Right. I'm looking at these prices like Fubo is $55 a month. Yes. Uh, AT&T mm-hmm. is going up. The AT&T TV now is going up to 65 a month. This is yeah. on mm-hmm. top of your the cable. Your cable uh, the, the how much is internet. your high, high speed Internet? Uh, how much was that going to be, uh, Joanne, with you? With you? You remember the internet I the internet I was trying to get was I think one fifty up, one fifty down. It was gonna cost about eighty dollars a month. Oh okay. So you so then you, <laughs> you throw that me, Yeah. <laughs> so then you throw fifty dollars on top of that, which is what YouTube TV is, and you back up around like so I do seventy five up, seventy five down, although I'm getting about a hundred up and down. I'm actually getting a little more up than down, which is funny. But yeah. uh but the I'm paying for my cable about one thirty, and I have a I have a pretty tightly controlled package of um you know that makes sure that I get the sports that I want to watch and the regular channels. I don't have a lot of extra channels, things I just never yeah uh, two five hundred channels, nothing on. I don't watch a lot of that stuff. I stream a bunch of stuff, and I'm looking at going. This is where this is what has kept me on cable is okay. I'll pay seventy bucks or fifty, even if I paid. $65 and then I add another $50 on top. I'm not any better off than I, than I am now. That's, that's the trick. You know, the irony for me is we, our, our internet access is much slower. You know, I, I'm jealous of 75 up 75 down. Yeah. Um, Cause I've got 25 up and about 10 down or reverse that 10 up 25 down. Right. And um, we're paying 60 a month just for the cable. Or for the internet. Now, our internet provider is not the cable company. It's a local, uh, local co-op, co-op telephone yep. company. And so it's, uh, you know, it's going to be more expensive than that. But the, the problem is here, because I live in a small rural area, we have, you know, I can't even, I don't even know what the name of the cable company is this week. You know, Optimum or Charter <laughs> or, right. or who knows. Cable TV Company Incorporated. Um, they've never upgraded our cable system from standard analog cable oh so we don't even have digital cable tv you know like high definition tv available through cable here so if you want idef you either got to do direct tv dish network or internet streaming wow see that's see that's different than being that's rural that's real rural yeah we're very rural yeah (laughs) Being in an urban area, I, you know, I have the choice of Fios or Cox, okay? Yep. Mm-hmm. And with Cox cable, I would have gotten 300, I think it was 300 up, but 300 down, but 30 up, which really made me nervous. Um, and they wanted $54 a month. So which that doesn't sound bad to me at all. But <laughs> No, that wasn't bad, but still, you have to share that pipe. With everybody. So if everybody right. in your neighborhood is, you know, watching something, the, the you know, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, you know, yeah. and you want to watch it, too. And everybody tried, goes wild. Right. They try to provision neighborhood uh, networks with enough bandwidth to cover all of their subscribers under normal right. load, not maximum load. But mm-hmm. if yep. everybody is online doing the same thing at the same time, 
you know, Saturday night and everybody's watching, that will slow, you know, streaming something, that'll slow everybody in the neighborhood down yeah. a little bit. Uh, whereas Fios is more one-to-one. Well, and the, yeah, that's the big difference is when you have a cable internet service, you're on a loop with your ne- your neighborhood. Right. So they uh-huh. start out their central office or their little branch office, and it does a loop and it goes back to there. Right. When you're on fiber, like we actually have fiber. That's one thing, though. Our telco has upgraded us, all of us to fiber. Yep. It's from your house to their central office or their trunk office or whatever. Right. So then the limitation isn't your neighborhood. It's from that trunk office to the main office or from the main office to the, the backbone or whatever it is. That's where mm-hmm. the limitation comes in. Okay. Exactly. But, you know, all of this, it, you, you really have to sit down and know what you watch, cost analysis, and what are you willing to compromise on. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes right. down to. Um, we had decided we would go with YouTube TV because another advantage of YouTube TV is that it has DVRs. You can yes. record. Right. Um, YouTube, you can record. I think it stays for nine months. It'll mm-hmm. stay in your. Mm-hmm. I did notice, however, that CBS, any show I record on CBS, if you don't watch it in the first two or three hours after the recording, it reverts to their CBS access. So now all of a sudden you have a million advertisers coming in. Whereas um, I could, you know, I could speed through before. Right. Uh, so we were going to go with YouTube TV and we were going to go with a service called Philo. Or Philo, I don't know exactly right. what it's because it filled in the rest. So YouTube TV was fifty, Philo is twenty a month. There was just a couple of sh- a couple. I think there were maybe seven stations that overlapped, hmm. but other than that, we were getting because like things like the History Channel, funny thing, shows up on one, doesn't show up on the other. Right. Yep. You know, and if my husband likes American Pickers, so that's you know we got to <laughs> keep watching them. Um, and in all he all, the only other thing he wanted was the golf channel, which most mm. people have. Right. Why yeah. people watch golf, I don't know. <laughs> but so that's what we were going with, plus the $54 in. So it was going to, it was going to keep us where we were. Okay. But now here's where this, can I, can I go yes. to the end of the story now? Yes. Let's, let's tell yep. the ending of that. Yeah. <laughs> so the day, so I had had a conversation with the Cox folks and, and I asked them, because I have a mesh system, right? Mesh router in my house. Do I need your panoramic modem? And they said, no, you need to get your own modem. I knew that. When my husband called Cox to, to put the service together, they said, we'll come out and bring you a modem. So my husband said, no, we don't need a modem. I looked at him, I said, yeah, we do. And I said, all right, fine. The guy got here that day. Guess what? we were going to have to buy our own modem. And I knew that. So my husband in his wisdom said, I'm calling Fios back. And he did. He got us, he kept us on cable and got us a deal. Okay. (laughs) Because, because they had already shut us off. So now we were no longer a customer and now they wanted us back. So they basically gave us the same deal we had for the last two years. So no, I have not cut the cord. (laughs) <laughs> however, however, I've had YouTube TV for a month, and I'm telling you, YouTube TV, that's a winner. It's okay, a true nice. winner because, the, because of the DVR, because it's easy. The interface is easy to, to learn. 
Um, it, the streaming is great. You know, anywhere you go, it's just like it's just like the YouTube app. You right. open it, you find what you want, you go. YouTube uh, knows how to think... stream video, basically. Yeah, right. they do. However, my only caution with it is they keep saying the price is going to go up again because it started at forty, now it's fifty. I don't know what the alphabet people are going to do. Are they going to jack it up yeah. again? But people, I, I, I really like it. So right. I would suggest that for, for people who are really looking at this to cut the cord because I, I found it to be very, very nice. And you get, uh, looks like you get uh, MLB Network with YouTube TV. And, you do. Yeah. Um, you oh. do get a lot. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was, I was just looking. Yeah. MLB, NBA. Uh, I don't see NFL Network, which no. for some people could be a, a deal breaker. Not so much mm-hmm. for, of course, again, if you've got like the NFL app on your phone. Right. You can watch a lot of that. Uh, the nice thing, actually, I was looking, they have added my local channels as well. So that helps a lot. Hmm. Yeah. And, and see, one of the reasons why we were getting like Philo, for example, was because it didn't have things like the Hallmark channels. Not that I watch the Hallmark Christmas movies. I don't. <laughs> um, but it, it didn't have DYI. My husband likes those type of FYI, DYI. Sure. It doesn't have those. Doesn't right. have Does not have MTV. Um, oh, darn. You, YouTube does not have MTV, but Philo does, you know, it didn't have, um, the Oprah Winfrey network. Now folks don't judge, but I do watch one show on there called Greenleaf <laughs> and you know, but that's the kind of thing we were willing to pay an extra 20 bucks a month. It doesn't have YouTube doesn't have TV land, you know, so, so you gotta, it, you gotta know your own watching TV habits. In order to make this successful, somebody else would probably go with Hulu because they like the Hulu and the live TVs. You know, it it all depends on what you watch. Hulu content, you would probably go with that. Yeah. Right. And if you're a big sports fan, I would say Fubo because it has both the um, MLB and NFL channels. Mm. They're both on Fubo. Anything sport related is on Fubo. Interesting. All right. So my big so for me, I think the decision comes down to um, how much can I get just if I can get my Internet access for less than um, I want to say $60, then that then the, the, the money works for me. I'd go with YouTube TV that has all the stuff I'd want, but I've got to get my Internet access, whatever, whatever that is down. At, and because I. Obviously, I work from home. That internet access is my is literally my lifeline for for mm-hmm. making making my living. Um, that's that's key. So uh, the right. the hope is is I can get that down. So uh, very interesting. All right. So uh, if people want to find out more about uh, cord cutting, there is a really good website called cordcutters.com. They are a really good resource. Yep. Um, there's also a, a website called clark.com, which has a bunch of stuff. But one of the things they do is they they've they've reviewed all of the services and they have, you know, they, they tell you which is the best live TV streaming services, that sort of stuff. And the internet speeds and all that sort of thing. So, uh, Clark.com is also a good resource. Well, I'll put those in the show notes, um, for you. Yeah. All right. So, um, anything else that needs to be said about, about the, this topic? Do we, do we want to, if we missed anything? Yeah, the only thing is I, I'm hoping in two years there's a better service because I, I really do want to I do want to cut the cord. I, I yeah. do. I still see the advantages of doing that. And as I get older, I've said to my husband, we really have to consider it. 
because yeah. at some point we won't be we'll just we'll just won't be able to afford cable or we mm-hmm. have to get a service in cable that we don't really like. Right. So right. I I really so we have to keep thinking about it. Well, and it's I, I like I said before, I, I think it's gonna be interesting too with uh, 5G rolling out how that's going to change this. Cause if you can have your cell provider as a competition to your landline internet provider, that could change the pricing dramatically, especially if you already have your cell account and you can just add a home hotspot for not that much more per month. Right. And watch all this over 5g. And that's going to be in the next five to 10 years that that's going to be rolled out nationwide. And I get so, a lot of a lot of data on my plan that I never use. You know, it, yeah, it rolls over here. and then fades away in in the in the distance because the the next tier down is not enough data, which is what they do, of course. Yeah, uh, see, uh, I've got unlimited. It's you know twenty two twenty two gig a month before they start limiting you or you right. know just restricting your. You know, it's like I don't use that much, but I don't. I use a lot more than one gigabyte. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. I'd love and, to, and I and I've noticed T Mobile is very creative with their with their plans and the, the way they put things together. So if they get 5G and they start doing this, they're going to be competition for sure. Mm-hmm. So I want to move on to, because I, I, I do have a, a, a couple more things I want to talk about today uh, before we finish out. But uh, that I do want to talk quickly about um, a, a TV streaming service that is brand new, That uh, and I want to see what you guys think of it so far. Apple TV Plus started on November mm-hmm. 1st, technically Halloween, October 31st, because you know, uh, it was it was November first somewhere, <laughs> so they, <laughs> they turned it on. <laughs> so uh, if to our friends at Kathy Savaz were on, uh, they had it uh, apparently. But anyway, uh, so if you with Apple TV Plus, it's like five bucks or six bucks a month. But if you've purchased anything from them, uh, a, a new phone, an iPad, a watch, or whatever, you you get it for free for a year. I got a new phone this year, so I got it for free. Um, and so first, I want you to do. You, have you both? have access to apple tv plus uh father cory i don't think you've purchased any apple gear so so i don't i don't have the service although i can get the service because one thing i will give apple huge props for they made this multi-platform you know if you've heard me on this podcast you know that's my drumbeat multi-platform more than just apple right you can get it on android you can get it on roku yeah you can get it i think you can actually use chromecast with it Wow. You know, from like an Android device or from from your like iPad. Now, I have an iPad. I have a MacBook Pro. So, I mean, I could still right. get it if I want it. But, you know, bravo to Apple on this one, you know, that they are getting it out there to more than just Apple fanboys. Right. Which leads me to believe that this is more than just a way to get you into the ecosystem. It's the this is a real move into entertainment, uh, the, yes. a, a new entertainment industry for them. Uh, but you don't have the, the you haven't tried it out yet. I just want to check on that. Have you? Tried I have it? not. I have not tried it out yet. Although the the uh, the one where the 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 alternate history show about For all the, the Russians making it to the yeah. moon, yeah, that looks really interesting. I've heard good things. Uh, Father Roderick uh, Von Hogan, who's the friend of the founder of SQPN, uh, he has good things to say about it too. So uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Joanne, have you tried it? I have not. The husband bought a new phone, so we have it free for a year. Um, I've, I've had a lot going on with my new job, so I haven't had a chance to catch. Okay. I can't. I don't. I can't catch up on my old shows right now. But I'm looking forward to seeing <laughs> the morning show and for all mankind. Okay. I'm looking forward to looking at both of those. All right. So I was excited by uh, C, which is the uh, 
science fiction dystopian future apocalyptic one mm-hmm. starring Jason Momoa, uh, where a future where everybody is born blind and the idea of vision has become um, a story, a fairy tale that uh, and almost like magic. If someone could see that it, it, it's like magic or a heresy. Um, and so two ch- some children are born with a vi- with vision and are now being hunted by those who see them as, you know, a product of the devil or something. Uh, the, the production values are amazing. It looks gorgeous. Um, it's pretty violent, uh, but you know, Gee. yeah, it, it's, it, it's like a lot of things. Um, but one, the one thing I can't get past is there is a blasphemous scene in it that I just cannot get past um someone not just that they changed the words of the our father but what they were doing while saying the words mm. i don't want to get into it oh. don't watch it not don't good. watch it i just not good yeah straight up it is not a good show uh just because i mean everything else could be good but because of that i, I, I can overlook things i can get past things uh this one was too much the other one is i saw the trailer for dickinson which is supposed to be about emily dickinson my wife is a is an English literature professor, or you know she was b- before she became a stay at home mom. Uh, she loves literature. She loves Emily Dickinson. She's outraged at what they have done to this great American literary artist, Emily Dickinson. It is she's unrecognizable. I mean, just like it's the typical. We've taken a twenty first century millennial and dropped her into you know uh, not not literally, but. But the character is is basically a 21st yeah. century millennial young woman who is being you know stuck into this into the 1800s sort of environment, and it's just it, it looks terrible. I'm sorry, it just looks terrible. So I'm a little I'm a little disappointed so far. I'm hoping for all mankind kind of pulls it out. I've also heard good things about the um uh is it called African Queen? The one about the elephants? Mm-hmm. It's a doc. It's a yeah. nature documentary about a about a, a family of elephants. That I've heard really good things about that, so there might be some stuff there. But it's a good thing Apple has made it free for most people who are using it, because there's just not enough there to really justify paying for it at this point. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think it's a smart deal, because as they start to grow, and they'll probably grow over the the next year, people will say, ooh, well, I like this. Well, ooh, they're going to bring this on. So it's a great hook, and I think it's um, it's great marketing. Yeah, yeah. Over the next year, maybe there'll be, you know, by the time it's time to renew, there'll be something there. There'll be enough there to justify it. We'll see. Um, All right. So let's move on then. Father Corey, uh, we have uh, something from you (laughs) as well. You have not gotten our new iPhone. We we talked before you were getting a new Google Pixel 4. So what do you think? How does it compare? I love it. I am enjoying the the heck out of it. Um, It's it's a it's a great device. It's funny because. It's actually bigger than my old one. I my the previous one I had, which actually just finally today got sent off with UPS uh, uh-huh. for uh, return, is a uh, smaller. So that phone was uh, a five point five inch screen, the, the original Pixel XL. This one is a six point three inch, mm-hmm. and so it's much bigger. Yeah. It's a little bit heavier. So this is one hundred sixty eight, or the my original one was one hundred sixty eight grams. This is one hundred ninety three, but it feels lighter. Because it's so much bigger of a phone. It's kind of funny where I pick them up. This one feels lighter than my old Pixel did, but the old Pixel was actually lighter. Interesting. Um, but it's it's the screen is beautiful. I mean, the screen is absolutely beautiful. It's huge. Um, one thing I will say off the top, I like about it, and I think I said this when I 
mentioned it. I think I did my pick of the week. What last time I was on was the Pixel Four, but um, no notch. <laughs> I'm sorry. Aww. I know Apple loves the notch. I hate. I think the notch is ugly. I think okay. the notch is really ugly, and I was really disappointed with the Pixel Three that Google fell into that trap. But fortunately, they backpedaled from it. So um, it does. You're not. You're not getting any. Like it's not like they eliminated the the this the stuff being at the top of the screen. They just made the screen a little shorter. They yeah, they, they took the, made, they took the it's ears actually, off. It, it's actually a little bit short, or you could say they made the phone a little bit longer. However, you want to okay, put it. Right. So there is a bezel, and I know some people scream, bezels, bezels are evil. No, yeah. I think they're actually a good thing. You know, when they allow, allow them to do things like, say, radar in the phone. We'll talk <laughs> about that in a minute. Yeah. Um, but it's actually kind of interesting. The screen has um, rounded edges, you know, almost like an old TV, like the you know, old tube TVs where the edges were kind of rounded. Oh, yeah. Th- this screen is like that. It's not the squared off edges. And I think it actually looks, it looks pretty good. There's a few apps that don't quite know what to do with it. Um, you know, for example, uh, Microsoft Solitaire Collection, which, by the way, is, a, you know, it's a great solitaire. If you like solitaire, that's oh, the, yeah. the one to get. I have it I on iPad. That. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the the back button is like the top left corner and it's kind of cut off a little bit by the round. But okay. it's not a big deal. But no, it's it's a the screen is beautiful. Um, the sound is great for just just setting the, the phone on the, the desk. Uh, one one complaint I did have with my original Pixel is the Pixel XL is it only it did not have stereo audio when you played it through the phone speakers. It was only through the speaker at the bottom. Okay. This one does the speaker on the bottom and the headset speaker. Right. To do stereo. So that helps a lot. Um, it's just it it's fast. You know, things just load quick, so much quicker than they did with my old one. Um Similar memories, you know, that that's what I know. That's one complaint is it only has only has six gigabytes of memory and then 128 gig of storage, which is what my previous phone had with the, the 128 gig. Right. But I, so far, it doesn't seem like it's an issue. Andrews, Android seems to be doing a good job of kind of dealing with a lot of those issues uh, as far as memory would be concerned. So let's you know, let's get to the the that unique uh, aspect. The thing that makes sets it apart from all the other phones is uh, the radar. But we talked about that yes. last time you, you were on. Yep. But but so tell me what, about how how is it hype or is it reality? The the, the radar and describe it for folks yep. again who maybe don't remember what. Okay, what so it was. the the idea is uh, Google actually developed a radar chip. I think it's called Project Solus S O L I S, and it does basically like a radar scan within about two two uh, feet of the phone and if it detects that you're picking up the phone like you're reaching for it like i just did it right now and already the screen's up and ready to go okay you know just by picking it up um when you're playing audio you you can swipe back and forth over the phone to go to the next track or the previous track right now it's kind of kind of gimmicky um but i see the potential of it where you know i can imagine a lot of apps where um, you're doing your, your, uh, slideshow using like, uh, you know, Google slides for the docs and you just go, okay, next, next slide, next slide. You don't have to touch the phone. You're just, you're, you're talking your along and you yep. wave your hand over it and goes to the next slide on the projector. Okay. Just real simple. Um, so it's gimmicky, but it is nice though, between that and the, the face ID, uh, the, the face unlock where again, it detects that I picked up the phone. It, as soon as it pull it up here, it's there it is. It's open. Okay. Don't have to touch anything on the phone other than to just pick it up and look at it. 
Um, so it, it's, I see the, the, the prospects of it. I see the possibilities of it. I just know it's going to take some time for developers, software developers to take advantage of it. Now, you know, some, what, some people have said that, that, that the, um, the the face unlock unlocks to it, it unlocks with your eyes closed. They 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 yes. say that that's a security uh, problem. Um, mm-hmm. Although from my point of view on on my iPhone, I I set there's a you can set a setting where it will unlock under a wider range of facial expressions, right. which I just I think makes it easier to use. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so. I don't think of that as a fail. I just think that's that's actually just works better. I mean, well, how often I, do I have people holding, like, grabbing my phone and holding up to me while I'm unconscious? I suppose if yeah, that's well, a thing I worry about. I mean, here's here's kind of the kind of the thing about that. And I am a little disappointed with Google because it sounds like they had that feature where it would only unlock when it picked up your eyes. Yeah. You know, like like iPhone does. Um, Samsung had the same problem when they first introduced the face identification. And I'm disappointed Google didn't have it. Maybe it wasn't ready yet when they were doing the beta. They still want to get out. But uh, this is for me, again, having been a computer guy way back when, this is actually a good reminder that physical security matters as much as the security that's on the phone. Right. If someone can't get a hold of your phone and hold it up to you when you're asleep, they can't do this. Right. I mean, if you're if you're the sort of person who it it needs to worry about um, police or security services, holding your phone up to you while you're in custody. Uh, well, maybe that, maybe the Google pixel four is not for you. Right. <laughs> and right. you need, but, you need criminal phone or something. I, I mean, you know, not everyone is a criminal. I get that, but you know what I mean? Well, even with all the modern security that are in these smartphones, and I mean, it's incredible what they can, what they've done with them for security. If someone gets a hold of your phone, if they're determined enough, they'll get in it. Right. Even the, even the most secure phones, like, you know, they, they, there are probably ways to get through things. And this is why some security researchers don't rely on biometrics at all. It's, it's a, it's a long, unique series of things, but, but my mom's not going to remember that stuff, (laughs) you know, and And, for my mom, this is much better. And you can disable the face unlock and go with the good old fashioned pin or password, or, you know, swipe on your little pattern that looks like a snowflake on the phone, you know, whatever. (laughs) Right. You can still do all that stuff. One thing I do have a complaint about it, though, and it's and again, this is because of developers not being ready for the phone when it came out is anything that requires that would do the fingerprint unlock, like, say, LastPass. Yeah, doesn't work on it that way. So you have to do the I have to for LastPass. I have to do the pin for my Uh, banking account. I have to do the login, which, again, using LastPass isn't a big deal, but it's an inconvenience because it was it is nice with LastPass where I could pick up the phone. And of course, on the pix, the original pixel, it was on the back. So you pick it up, you just tap the back of the screen and you're fine. Yeah, the uh, with Apple, the API, the programming interface for the security unlock was the same for both the fingerprint and the facial recognition. So as soon as they updated the the hardware to go from t- mm-hmm. fingerprint to facial rec, the software didn't have to be upgraded to work with it. It just worked, yeah. which was and nice. I, I, I think I see the logic that Google's going with, though, where if you have a phone that has either or options, you could say, you know, for LastPass, I don't want to use the facial recognition. I want to use the fingerprint instead. Right. right. You do want to so, have that separated. Yeah. I, I understand. I, I, I kind of understand the logic Google's going with. I mean, Apple's way too. I wish they would have done it that way or had that availability, but. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. All right. Good. I mean, it sounds great. It sounds like it's a, you're happy with your, your new phone that it's a a good yep. pick and you'll 
be happy with it for several years to come. Oh, yes. I think it's only going to get better. So again, as more app developers can use the new features like the radar, like the face unlock and things like that. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. So let's move on to our picks of the week. And uh, I want to talk about uh, some of these these very interesting things that we've got uh, here today. And uh, let, Father Corey, let's start with you. I, I know we've even you talked, but I want to <laughs> go with you on this one and ask what your pick of the week is this week. So my, my pick is something I've wanted for a quite a long time. I've been a subscriber to Sirius XM for, well, since before it was Sirius XM, when it was still Sirius and right. XM bought them out or they bought out Sirius XM, either way, before the two merged. So I've been using them for years in my car. I've had the home boom box. I still got it around here somewhere. And one thing I've wanted is to be able to do, hey, G name, open Sirius XM. Yeah. Well, just this week, they announced that it's available. And um, so I've got it set up now where I can go, hey, G name, play Sirius XM EWTN radio. And it will play EWTN radio off of Sirius XM or play Sirius XM Classic Rewind, which is one of the stations I enjoy because it's 70s and 80s rock. Play 80s on 8. Play, or you can do it by number. Play Channel 130, which is, again, EWTN. So that is really nice to be able to just be sitting here in my office and say, hey, I, I feel like listening to some classic rock. Hey, G name, play whatever. You know, Sirius XM, whatever. So, uh, you get if you have a subscription, so you can get a subscription which is what do they call it? inside the and outside the car, which mm -hmm. is uh, what was it uh, sixteen bucks a month for something for like that. that? Yeah, and then uh, they also have one where it's just home, not car or outside yeah. the car, um, mm -hmm. for eight bucks a month, and you get access to everything. Do you pay anything extra to have it go through your your Google nope. Home or? No, nope. I just logged into using the Google Home app. Just log, you know, connected up Sirius XM, you know, logged in my password, username, password, and it started working. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff. I've never, uh, never subscribed to Sirius XM. Uh, I'm not much of a radio listener, uh, but right. there is some talk stuff on there that I've wanted to do, like the Catholic Channel and EWTN and some other yep. stuff that I've sort of missed out on. But uh, having that ability to do that, because I'm not in my car enough, so I never, you know, I never, right. I never had a car see, with the player in it. Mm. And of course, where where I'm at, it's almost essential because right. you have so we have up. radio stations, but there's not a lot of them. Yeah. If you're not going to listen to podcasts, you really don't have a lot of other options. So right, and I I've had Sirius on and off depending on. I usually I try to get a deal, but most cars now come with it for at least six months to a year. Mm -hmm. So I do miss you know the '60s on six or you know oh, yeah. the Catholic Channel or especially now all the Christmas music that's coming out. Oh yeah, all the right. Christmas music is on. All oh. the Christmas channels are active now, so you could you could binge on Christmas music from now until <laughs> December 25th. No, thank you. <laughs> I, I like to go to Lisa Epiphany. Thank you very much. Uh, yes, thank you. That sounds that's a good that's uh, a good pick, Father Corey. Uh, Joanne, what's your pick this week? My pick this week is, you know, keeping with our TV theme here. Um, when I had gotten a, a larger TV for our bedroom, sometimes when you get these TVs, the stands are all different. You know, the stand that they come with. And I'm not going to buy a piece of furniture every time I buy a new TV, depending on how big or small the, the stand is. So we ended up getting what's called the Pearlsmith Universal TV Stand. It's a tabletop stand that is basically a base. 
and it's a heavy glass base, and it will fit a TV from 37 inches to 55 inches. So if you get one of those um, Vizios with the two little um, two little yeah. spiky things on either end, I have mm-hmm. this right now at work. They, they've, they've got a TV like that wheeling on a cart strapped Ooh. down, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's going to fall over. <laughs> so um, this is an adjust. It's adjustable height. You mount it as if you were mounting it to a wall unit, but it's a stand. And because it's a one-piece stand, it pretty much goes everywhere. Nice. So it's $28.99, believe it or not, on Amazon. Yeah, serious. And I think it's, you know, for, for everybody who has to try to figure out what to do with their TV, you know, new TVs and those strange little feet, Mm you know, on either end. Sony's not like that. Sony has the the basic middle, yep. but a lot of them, the others don't. So I think this is a, a good thing for folks trying to come up with a solution to that problem. And this is the one that has the the the, the uh, rectangular base that mm-hmm. that it stands on. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, it. I'll tell you, it's a heavy base and it holds your TV really nicely. Now you may need an, a slight advanced degree to to get you know to figure <laughs> out one part of the installation. But once we figured it out, I was like, oh, okay, fine. That's how that works. Oh, well, it's nice too because it, it looks like you could put, you know, if you had a cable box or a DVD player or mm-hmm. even just a laptop, it's something you could set on there that mm-hmm. the base could be the place where you set it. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it's a very heavy stand, though. It's glass. Yeah. So you know it's not going anywhere. Right, right. For right. sure. Oh, interesting. And, so and I figured be- that'd be a good one. Yeah. It's get it's got a whole bunch of um different settings for different from mm-hmm. what is it, thirty seven to fifty five inch TV. So that's So that's, that's a pretty good, a we, good bought a, we bought a forty inch for our bedroom only because we're getting old. So <laughs> and we didn't want to mount it anywhere. We yes. wanted to use the stand we had. I was just thinking too for something like a parish hall or mm-hmm. a classroom or something like that would be good too. Yeah. Um because I know, like I, you mentioned the t- the Vizio. I've got a, you know sixty five inch Vizio that came with those little little stands, but feet, I've got it mounted yeah. on the wall. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, uh, those little feet make me nervous because <laughs> right. they're at the end, and it's very easy to tip over. I'll be getting another one of these for work because that's yeah. we've got to change that out. Interesting. All right, that's good. Uh, all right, so my pick this week is something I got for my birthday, uh, which was the. The DJI Osmo Mobile 3, it's a handheld gimbal for your phone. So a, a gimbal, it's like a Steadicam. You ever see those, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, the movie guys, they're running along and the camera oh, yeah. stays steady and keeps mm-hmm. the, shot, the shot. Well, this is a handheld version of that where uh, as you move it around, or, or ever see the one where the chickens with the head stay still while you move the chicken around? Because the uh, chickens, oh, yeah. have, chickens <laughs> okay. have this weird thing where their head will stay in one spot even if you move their body around it's very weird they're they're gyro stabilized well well this is a sort of a same <laughs> same sort of thing where um it holds your camera your phone you, you put your phone in it and you balance it uh in in the thing and then you turn it on and as you move around you know as you say like you walk with it or you're driving with it um it keeps the camera steady in one place that gets rid of the shake and the jitter. So, like, say you want to take a nice video walking down a trail. Uh, you know, usually it's like, oh, I'm getting seasick watching this now. Well, this keeps it a nice, steady shot, like it's a dolly shot, like you're, you know, you have oh, a wow. professional dolly thing. 
um it, it it can you can have it like rotate and if you use it has an app that you put on your phone and that you do the recording through you can tell it to you can like put your finger on it and kind of and make a rectangle around a face and it will track that person as they move so if they move left or right wow. I, I was doing this with my kids and as they moved to the limits of course of the of the cam of the of the gimbal but mm -hmm. as they move around it it tracks them which was really kind of neat and it uh what else it it, it can it it can have um because it's connected via bluetooth to your phone it will do the zoom with a button on the handheld thing rather than having to touch the screen so nice. really good only downside is is that balancing you have to manually balance the phone in the in the the clamp every time you put the phone in it which mm. is a bit of a a little bit of a pain i, I think you'll get you kind of get the hang of it it would be nice if it used the gyros in the phone itself that, that already to, to balance itself using the app, I would think that would be a thing that 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 would be technically possible. I don't see why not, but they they didn't. Uh, there, I think there are more expensive versions that might. Um, and uh, but other than that, it works really well. And I have a iPhone 11 Pro Max. I have like the biggest possible phone you could buy on the market today. <laughs> I think, and it fits. So just so you know, I, ch I if you have a, any phone. You could probably much fit it in there. If you got a big case on it, it probably won't fit. But uh, I have a nice minimal case on mine. Um, so DJI Osmo, it was well, it's one nineteen on on Amazon. So pretty inexpensive for these sorts of products. I've seen one yeah, no stuff kidding. that's a lot more expensive than that. So uh, I, I'm really happy with it. All right, so those are our picks of the week. Before we finish out, I do want to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create the secrets of technology including Robert H., Daniel W., Harry R., Layla L., and Hans G. Their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue The Secrets of Technology and all the shows at StarQuest. You can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. All right, so that's it from us. What did you think? Are you thinking of cutting the cord? Is this something that's on the horizon for you, or are you sticking with cable? Let us know by commenting on the show at sqpn.com slash technology or the sqpn facebook page facebook.com slash starquest media or you can send us an email to technology at sqpn.com and you'll find links from our discussion and picks of the week on our show notes at sqpn.com slash technology please if you can go to apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from and write a review a nice five-star review is really helpful for us as we try to grow our audience and reach more people. And please share the podcast with your friends who might be interested. Help us grow this community of listeners. Until next time, Father Corey Stika, thank you for joining me in sharing the secrets of technology. I'm glad to be here, and thank you. Joanne Mercier, thank you as well. A pleasure as always. And once again, I'm Dom Bettinelli. Thank you for listening to the secrets of technology on StarQuest. <laughs>